You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our second solo episode of season six. So, so grateful to you guys for being here. Um, I just want to preface this episode with Y'all know that Michelle and I have been recording these before I go on my maternity leave. Um, so I am recording this um, in my third trimester and am very much out of breath. <laughs> so if you hear me uh, huffing and puffing a little bit, I am seated. I am well. I am at my desk. I apologize. I think my lung capacity is just a little diminished at this point. And so this is what we're working with. Um, but, you know, not, not a bad thing, totally fine, and also permission for it to be imperfect and do it anyway. So let's get into this episode. Really, really excited to talk about this. Um, as I feel like it's a theme that's been coming up for Michelle a lot throughout the coaching together so far, but I also feel like it's a theme that comes up for so many of us at different points in business. So I think this will be helpful no matter where you're at. But what I really want to talk about is integrating business and life and how we make those live together. I noticed that a lot of people, especially from that like nine to five conditioning, feel like it has to be business or life, right? And so we make these big swings between the two, either totally overworking or totally checking out. And it makes sense because that's kind of the setup in the nine to five world in many ways, right? It's almost like, why many of us wanted to leave that world because it kind of felt like if you have the job, nothing else counts in the life, right? And so many of my clients were motivated to leave their nine to five for that reason. But it's really, really easy to bring that mentality into our businesses. And it really does take absolutely reworking the mindset, changing that story, processing that because it is probably very, very well ingrained depending on, you know, how long you've been doing that or, you know, how important that felt to you. I think sometimes um, the more that we left for that reasons, the harder it is to break almost, right? Because we left because it felt so challenging, but that also kind of <laughs> wires circuits in our brain um, that we have to unwind later. So I think that's a lot of what we're doing here. Um, and What this can look like is macro scale and micro scale. I see some people that will do a thing where they work really, really hard in their business for months, right? And then absolutely hit burnout and then need to take potentially month, months off to recover. Or it can look like, you know, a very small example, like, you know, during a week where It feels like if something goes wrong in our week, we aren't going to be able to get the business results that we want, or the business has to kind of like step aside, so to speak. And that's kind of where Michelle's at, right? She's not making these giant swings, but it is feeling like really hard to 
see the integration, especially if like life gets crazy on any given week, right? Um, but I think there's not a black and white scale there. It's definitely gray area. I think some people make huge swings. Some people kind of find this challenging week to week, but a really important first step here is just that self-reflection of that. Like, do you find yourself kind of in a story that says, I can't get the results that I want if I can't give this all my attention, right? Or, you know, I need it to look a certain way each week for me to be able to get the results. And if it doesn't look like that, it's really triggering to me and it almost just makes me want to avoid altogether. So obviously a big piece here is self-trust as well. So trusting yourself that you can balance the two. And again, I think this comes from the nine to five space that, that makes it so difficult because in that world, we're basically programmed to not trust ourselves, right? It's, it's very much programming that says, you know, you must be here at this time. You're not to be trusted. It has to look like this. It has to be this way. You know, and so in our business, we kind of do that to ourselves, right? We think like we're not to be trusted. It's supposed to look like me posting whatever every day, Monday through Friday. And if it doesn't, this is very bad. Instead of like, I trust that, like I'm doing the best I can and I'm finding the best integration I can. So I really wanted to mention that too, because I think like that is a spillover from nine to five. Step two is not really trusting ourselves that we'll figure out ways to get it done or we'll make it work or we'll make things happen because that's just not the mentality there most of the time. But where I also see it really come in with Michelle that I think is important to talk about is this idea of creating a united will. We kind of briefly talked about this in one of our sessions. Um, Just in the sense that it's hard to be working all the time, let's say, while saying we're striving for balance, right? Or it's hard to be striving for a really successful business when we find ourselves totally pulling away from that really consistently, right? And so for Michelle, she wants the business growth, but the spaciousness and is really finding her desire swinging between the two pretty big, right? So at some point she's like, oh man, I like really want to hit that next income level. I want it to look like this. I want to be making the money. I want the clients. And then you know, when when that momentum kind of starts, it's good. But then if something happens or her week gets thrown, it's really easy for her to kind of swing back to like, oh my gosh, what I want is spaciousness. I don't want to feel, you know, busy or overwhelmed. I want to feel like I can be flexible. And it makes sense, right? Because at any given time, depending on the circumstances, we almost are creating a different desire or different craving. Maybe if the circumstances are that I'm stressed about money, that's what I want the most. Or if the circumstances are that like my family really needs my time, that's what I want the most. But our work is really to unite those things and decide what those look like in an integrated way. Because if not, we're kind of going to end up always making ourselves wrong, you know? So if you started this business because you want flexibility, for your family and you want to make great money doing it, when you're swinging between the two, it always feels like you're missing out on one. And that's when things can feel really, really difficult and really hard to actually get behind any one thing in business because we're almost constantly changing our minds. So it's almost like 
I might decide I want 10 clients, but then I'm having a crazy week and I decide I could never handle that many clients. And so it actually fucks with our strategy pretty hard too when we're doing this because we're always kind of in like ramp up or ramp down mode or we're kind of always changing things because it feels like they can't live together. And so finding a way to visualize, see, believe, strategize um, that lets them integrate, that lets them all fit together is so freaking important. And I think this comes up at different levels of business. Like maybe for a lot of people, it came up initially when they started their business and maybe it got better. And then maybe as you bring on more team and more clients, it feels kind of hard again. And then maybe you have to readjust and so on and so forth. So this is something that's really important to pay attention to all the time. Personally, I have definitely had different seasons of this and I have to keep coming back to what is the the like united will? What is the thing that all of me wants the most, right? If part of me wants this and part of me wants that, I'm just creating a ton of inner tension and turmoil and pulling myself in two directions. And that is the point I know I will never feel good at, right? So even if I have to decide on trade-offs or whatever, I have to keep coming back to like, what is the integrated version of this look like? Because I don't want all that inner tension and inner turmoil, right? So really important to ask yourself this and just kind of do a check-in here. Do you feel like you have that really clear united will, united vision? Or do you feel like, ugh, now that I think about it, yeah, I really think like I kind of want a lot of different things and they're not all coming together. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's sort of normal to do in business because a lot of the business conversations we have are just about business, if that makes sense. So we're like just talking business strategy, but we're leaving out how life fits into that. (laughs) And so it's like, well, I really want to get this result and do this strategy, but we're totally not taking into account. Does that fit my life? And so it just necessarily sets up all this tension for us. And so that's like a big takeaway I want you to have from this as well, is that not only do you want the united will, but the way to get it is to be really, really uh, truthful with yourself about what you can do and what you can handle and what makes sense there. Um, When we're, you know, thinking we should be able to do it all in life and do it all in business, that's again where that push-pull comes in. And we feel so much tension and pressure because of it. So here's some questions I really want you to go through and ask yourself. I kind of want this to be um, a little bit like a journal prompt exercise that you can take away and go do. Um, So the first is, what is the integrated version of what you want? How can all of you get on board with that vision? Okay, so I really want you to write that down journal that out. If you're not a big journaler, totally okay. Just hit pause, sit with this, answer this for yourself, right? But what is the integrated version of what you want? How can all of you get on board with that vision? So this might look like you deciding like you actually really do want a ton of flexibility. And so you are going to take on less clients and you're okay with that trade-off and you're not going to make that wrong. Or maybe it looks like you deciding that 
what you really want is more help. You know, maybe you want a VA that's going to take tasks off your plate. Like any and all of it is good. You get to decide what it looks like here. But creating that clear vision is so important. And our brain's temptation will be to just create one or the other. Like, well, I want business to look like this, right? Or I want life to look like this. And the work here is to be like, what do those look like on a day where they live together, right? What do those look like on a crazy week where like life is, you know, challenging and I can still show up in the business? Like really get into the details of that vision because that will make your life exponentially easier, I promise you, um, to know how those fit together. And then how can all of you get on board with that? And so what I mean by that is like, you might have to let yourself feel and grieve certain things that you might have to, um, you know, like let go of basically. You might have to let go of the things you have to let go of. That wasn't very (laughs) helpful, but you get what I mean. Um, so maybe you have a lot of expectation on yourself right now and you think that you should be doing it absolutely perfectly in business, following every strategy imaginable, and you should be doing it absolutely perfectly in life, like crushing it in every way. Well, you might have to grieve the fact that that's maybe not what it's going to look like, right? You might have to ask yourself, how can I give myself grace? How can all of me get on board with this and be okay with this? And that's a really, really important inquiry because if there is a part of you that's still fighting that, Again, you're going to experience that inner tension and inner turmoil. So this might look like some processing or some disappointment or some grief, and all of that is okay, right? That doesn't mean something has gone wrong or that you've done something wrong. You might just have to let go of some of those expectations, right? So I like in Michelle's world, for example, she might have to let go of the thinking that like, She'll never have to move a call or she'll never have a week where she's, you know, pulled away from something or getting shit done last minute or whatever. And that might be like annoying, right? She might be like, but I don't want to have to get pulled away from stuff. But if she can sit with that and let herself be okay there, grieve that, acknowledge that it gets so much easier. So that's the challenge for you there is how can I get all of me on board with that? And that might look like having to (laughs) wrestle with and, you know, gracefully speak to those parts of you that say, no, we should be able to do it all, right? Um, So then the next question is, what does that literally look like day to day? So very specifically, of course, I had to put the word literally in there, but (laughs) very specifically in your day, what might this look like? And what I want to be clear about here is this isn't a case for now plan out the perfect day. Like make sure you get everything done and all of it looks perfectly together and da, da, da. Like that is not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is what does it actually look like to integrate this when life happens? What does it actually look like to integrate this? Not based on what I think is the most perfect down to the minute schedule, but based on the reality of what I'm consistently experiencing. So for example, like obviously Michelle is experiencing some ups and downs with 
childcare and different things like that because COVID and life, right? And so she really would need to ask that question, like, what might this look like day to day even when that's happening, right? So it's not just like, what does it look like in a perfect situation? And then it's not perfect and it's upsetting again. It's like, what might this look like day to day even when, you know, it's a crazy week or shit's hitting the thing? That is your magic. So this is not, now map out your whole day down to, you know, the absolute most perfect uh, schedule you could imagine so that you can get it all done. Don't let your brain be sneaky there because it will try. This is map out realistically what's possible with the kind of normative circumstances you currently have. So we don't want to plan for outliers. Outlier is like things go absolutely perfect or things are absolute and complete and total shit. We don't plan for outliers because they don't happen that much, right? So if something goes to absolute, complete, and total shit, like, yeah, you might not feel work work life integration that week. Fine, right? Or if things go absolutely perfect, yes, you may have like an, a ton of extra time you weren't expecting that week. Great. Do something fun with it, right? But we don't plan for the outliers because, again, they're infrequent. We plan for what does this look like most of the time. Cool. All right, and then the last one is what ways can you build trust with yourself by showing up for that? So remember how I said a big part of this is that self-trust piece that we're programmed not to trust ourselves from that like nine to five space. And honestly, even from the coaching space, right? There's always someone that will tell you like what you're doing wrong and how you could do it better. Um, So we're just really programmed not to trust ourselves. So The way to build trust here is to actually show up for that integrated vision and for what that day-to-day that you're deciding on looks like. Because what a lot of us do is we'll kind of say that, but then secretly we're trying to do it the other way. Like we'll say, okay, fine, it's good if it looks like this, but secretly I'm still trying to like do it all, get it all done, make it all perfect, (laughs) right? And that's, where it gets hard because now I've decided this thing, but I'm really pushing myself towards this other thing. And again, my like united will starts to fracture here. And I start to lose trust in myself because I'm not following through on any decision, right? I'm making a decision, but I'm not backing it with my actions. And so even if I'm like, oh, I'm going to do even better than the decision I made or whatever and like putting all this pressure on myself. I'm really not backing my own choices. So it's so important here to actually show up for what you decide that that looks like because when you can fully back your own decisions and trust yourself, that's when all of this gets easier. That's when even if you have a crazy week, you just trust that you're going to make the most integrated decision for your business and life. If you have a crazy week, you trust that you're going to figure it out and be able to prioritize. That is the magic. So make sure that when you do this exercise, you kind of don't just create this beautiful, like, you know, integrated vision. I'm, I'm hand quoting here that has nothing to do with what you're actually executing on, right? Because that's when we get really even more down the rabbit hole because now we've like, looked at it and seen what it could look like, but we see ourselves not showing up for it. 
and it creates more and more tension. And that is the entire point of this is what we're trying to do is bring down the tension so that you don't find yourself swinging between one or the other so much. So what I think is interesting about these questions, which I'll share again one more time uh, before the episode finishes so you can make sure you grab them, but it's basically the MSE framework. Like it's basically mindset, strategy, and execution. It's the mindset that aligns everything, the strategy of what it looks like, and then executing to that. That's it, right? That's why I always say MSC applies everywhere because it really does. And here it is so, so important. If you can get your mindset fully on board, right, and align everything and say, like, my mind is directed to this one like outcome that I want, not several different ones that kind of all conflict with each other, right? I am completely committed to this strategy of what it looks like. And now I am building trust and seeing results because I am executing to that specifically. That is everything. So if you're kind of feeling stuck or wanting to reset on this, look at it through the MSE lens. Go back to that and figure out where are my mindset strategy and execution as it relates to integrating these things and how can I bring those together? And ultimately, this is what will give us the most results because we're not constantly in resistance to one thing or the other and jumping back and forth, right? That resistance creates so much mind drama and slows absolutely everything down. So the the mind drama that comes in between, you know, I'm chasing this business goal or I really need to pull back or, you know, I'm supposed to do this this week, but now I'm getting pulled in this direction. Like all of the tension that that creates takes your eye off the prize, takes you away from going after the goal. It's almost like if you're trying to run down, you know, a straight line to get to the goal, but instead you find yourself running, you know, back and forth in place where you're at. And you're like, why am I running so hard and can't get to the goal? That's what this can do. And so it's really helpful to think about it that way, which is like, am I pointed in one direction or am I like side to side shuffling and doing a lot of work, but not moving forward? So the reason I say business and life integration when they work together, gets us so many more results. It's because of that. It's because it all gets on board for the same vision and we can run toward it. When those things are constantly in conflict and competition with each other, we are working way, way fucking harder than we need to be. I promise you because I've seen it a ton. I have done it. (laughs) I have seen other people do it. It just does not work well. So it doesn't mean you'll never find yourself there. And again, I think that at different stages in business, uh, we kind of have to come back to this and reset and look at it again. But it is about noticing when that's happening and correcting it as quickly as possible, because that is truly what lets you skyrocket. When I see clients that just absolutely crush it, the one thing that I see in all of them is that mindset, that united will. So please, please, please take that into consideration because I think that it's so tempting to believe that that's what will slow us down because, oh my gosh, if I can't give everything to the business, I won't get the results. And again, that's just that old programming. 
But when you can give everything to the vision that you really have, the reason that you really started the business in the first place, it is absolutely insane how much resistance drops and how fast you can go. So please take that into account and consideration and give yourself the permission to go here. I think some of us won't give ourselves that permission because we think it has to be about hard work. And that is so not the case here. So let me read those questions to you one more time so you can grab them if you want to sit with them, journal on them. But the first is, what is the integrated version of what you want and how can all of you get on board with that vision? The next is, what does that look like literally day to day? Again, not outliers in a normal world. And what ways can you build trust with yourself by showing up for that? So remember, it's just the mindset strategy and execution. It's the mindset that aligns everything, the strategy of what it looks like, and executing to that strategy and building self-trust. So I hope that was helpful. Hope it is just a good reset and reminder for how these things can live together, even when it feels like it's messy or not perfect. Like messy and not perfect is okay. Them being in competition with each other all the time is not. So that's what we have to change. It's still okay if you have a messy week and this isn't going to change that necessarily, right? But it's going to feel a lot less messy and feel a lot less like mind drama swirling because you see the bigger picture and all of you is moving toward that. So I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I hope this was helpful. I know Michelle has been an incredible um example of this and just so excited to see how that continues to evolve with her. So thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. Thank you for listening to literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review each month. I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.